folks uh, continuing about uh, motudi as i said uh, uh, he was uh, a complete hypocrite and his only aim was to uh, make money and uh, uh, make a name for himself uh, if you look into any of these islamic uh, writers or philosophers or uh, uh, the explainer of the quran and hadith and all that you will see that uh, whatever they wrote actually started from uh, 8th century before the abbasid came in power which was about 120 years of the death of muhammad there was not even a single book or seerah was written about muhammad because as i said in my previous podcast muhammad was really not revered by his associates they kind of hated him that is why they never uh, took his name as reference in whatever endeavor they do uh, the reason because they want they got what he wanted from him and then they uh, gave him a lot of women and a lot of money to have fun with uh, he was a tool or kind of victim from the tribal leaders around him because all they wanted was to empower harass kill and uh, do whatever they want to do with the other tribes and people and that is exactly what happened so when it comes to these writers um all the imam and uh, uh, the famous alim and whatever you call them they are uh, nothing but the narrators of falsehood uh, the hadith written after 120 years the first uh, i mean almost 200 years and first sira written after 120 years uh, was uh, nothing but uh, a way to uh, divide the non arabs because by that time the non arab population had been more than the arab population so to keep them divided and keep them uh, under their thumb they had to create a new muhammad and that was the main reason otherwise for 120 years uh, neither four caliphs nor umayyads they even cared about him or his family uh, even uh, muhammad's daughter fatima uh, was denied a small property given to him by muhammad and that's why those family members they just remain to be in the mosque and work as mullahs they give up the power struggle and even if they tried to challenge umayyads they were dealt with the power of the sword uh, husain was killed in the same struggle other mullahs were also eliminated whoever challenged umayyads had to had to die because that's the only solution uh, islam provides if you have an opponent call him fitna and then you can behead him so whatever was written from 8th century until 15th century 
when we see the evolution of Sufism, four school of thoughts, Shiaism, and all that uh, sects, almost uh, more than 70, or today there are even 100, because they all evolved from Sufi uh, gangs, uh, because the Sufi, they claim that they are actually the shadow of God, and they are kind of Allah, and they Allah comes to them, they, he comes in their dream, and Muhammad comes in their dream, and Muhammad appoints them the king and prince and vice president and all that for different areas. So this is how they actually propagated and fakely claimed that they really are honest people. Well, they are not. Because whatever was written from 8th to 15th century was basically from these uh, writers who were the uh, kind of teacher or head of the different madrasas and they were using other uh, uh, madrasa students or uh, young uh, writers to create as many books as possible. Other than the couple of historical books written by historian, the rest of the writings are all homemade and they are made to an extent that this looks an ab absolutely abnormal. I mean, as I have mentioned, uh, this uh, Abdul Qadir Jilani called Pirani Peer Dasgir, you see whatever is written about him or written by him is an absolute fake claim. And then these people, the books they wrote, they just made up a lot of things by themselves. And then the later writers, they just copied and pasted. So if you read the books written by Mududi, you will see that these are all copy and paste. And the advice to be honest and to be truthful and to be fair in trade, which is you know, standard practice in uh, every society. Uh, the, uh, the culture advises them to be uh, fair to these people, be honest and be truthful in trade and all that. This is nothing uh, special in Islam. This was the train for 15,000 years since the human society evolved and started living together in towns. So this is nothing special. But behind these claims, they put so many fake stories. They call it riwayat. And uh, Modudi is uh, nothing but the continuation of the same uh, fake story writing. Uh, like when he actually translates Quran, in one of the Quran ayahs, God is saying to Muhammad, we have forgiven your sins. So he explains that actually Muhammad is not a sinner. Actually, uh, the, his associates might have committed some sin, so the God is forgiving them. I mean, he's faking it so much that there are two, three very famous duas from Muhammad where he openly said that I have committed sin and I need forgiveness. But people like Mududi who want to create, uh, continue the same tradition which uh, the Christians have, that Jesus was not a sinner. They say, how come if Jesus is not a sinner? then Muhammad is also a sinner. So they 
avoid all those uh, claim by Muhammad or the duas by Muhammad and they say no Muhammad was uh, Pak Muhammad was innocent and Muhammad never committed any sinner so this is the kind of manipulation they do and they fool the uh, poor people students middle class and other kind of people who get carried away by this uh, shit of uh, uh, Islamic history or Islamic ideology or whatever uh, after when the Jamaat Islami uh, they, they made an uh, understanding with Pakistan military they controlled most of this uh, Islamic uh, ideology things and even created uh, an ideology of Pakistan they say Pakistan ideology is to be a Muslim country to be a, a, a practice ground or laboratory for Islam and Pakistan was created for Islam and all that bullshit uh, it was not as I said previously so when we see any mullah whether it was uh, Abdul Qadir Jilani whether it is uh, Modudi or it is Darul uh, Qadri uh, you know today's or Mulana Jameel they are doing nothing but bullshit because particularly Quran has nothing has no value in it if it was really a book of God he could have just given Arabs four page of science formulas so they could have created a recognition in the next hundred years he could have given them the nuclear technology formula so the Einstein don't have to do that they could have given uh, them the science of uh, statistics so the other uh, co countries who perfected this scientific technology and the other subjects will not have to work hard if the Quran is only insisting to be honest and to be truthful this is nothing new in it but using Quran and making some not many but hundreds and hundreds of claims about Muhammad and his family and all that has been the work of every old mullah philosopher writer anybody who was under the king he had to do something and put his name on it that is that's that's the way they were living even the smartest person in those worlds in those times they had to get involved into this uh, uh, explanation of Quran the Hadith the Seerah and all the narration and the Rivaya related to Muhammad hundreds and thousands of Rivayas have been made by Shias on Ali and his family which is not even Muhammad's family and then they made those stories so common in Pakistani culture that whatever you say whatever happens Shias will bring a statement from Ali Ali said that and the Sunnis will say oh Muhammad said this so the, the amazing thing is that neither Ali nor Muhammad 
had any idea about science, about the fact of life, about reality, about anything necessary. It was only, they only had the information so they can help the caliph uh, arrange some warriors for him and try to uh, win some wars and some more areas for them. That was the main purpose. And wherever these warriors go, these mullahs went with them and then they established their power base which was acting as a spy center as well as trying to work with local community and other faiths. So the writing of Madhudi in every aspect of his life is nothing but absolutely fake and an absolute lie. There is no fact behind it. There is no reality behind it. But using that and putting Arab culture on a pedestal only troubled the mind of Pakistani kids. From the time they start reading his small pamphlets, we knew that the country is going on the wrong direction. And the same people, when they grow up, they went to college, high school, they continued that stupid ideology and saying that women have no rights, women are only uh, making babies and raise them. This is how low their mentality was. And they wanted to have five-time rituals, night-time rituals, morning-time rituals and whatnot wasting the time of Pakistani kids. Pakistani kids should have been perfecting the science, the math, the philosophy, the writing of great Indian poets. That's what they should have been doing for 70 years. But unfortunately, that was totally denied by thugs like Mududi and the writing of Iqbal. That is what we have a generation today in Pakistan which is totally lost. I mean, making Hafiz a Quran is more important for a poor uh, Pakistani families than to be perfect in math, than to be perfect in chemistry or physics or computer or whatever. For them, the epitome of life is what they can do for Islam. That's it. That is what actually these two personalities did to Pakistani culture. And then the whole media and the military support went into it and then we see a new syllabus, the most stupid syllabus in the world, where in chemistry you read Allah is so great, He took oxygen and hydrogen and made water. I mean, they had to induct Allah in everything, even in math, even in computer. But these idiots don't know that if they had followed Allah and Muhammad, the computer will never be invented. Because the invention of camera was the start of large-scale integration. And that camera was invented by Jews because in Muslims, 
taking picture is haram so whenever any new invention came people uh, like modudi or his uh, kind of tribe they said no this is not legal this is haram starting from money order this is haram radio is haram tv is haram computer is haram internet is haram making high big high towers is haram because their height is bigger than the minaret of the mosque but they forget one basic thing that change is the only ultimate in this world so they have been able to keep muslim families clogged in their mind for 1500 years but no more the internet the media and the tv is doing great job exposing these thugs and the hollowness of their claim in every muslim society we know that they have sidelined the religion at least personally in some countries islam may be still in the books but practically they have realized that islam is really an hindrance instead of help in modern society and that is why uh, we have people like modudi or qadri who are just trying to manipulate things so th- their thuggery can continue now coming back to the uh, to modudi and his character uh, one can read uh, the book of uh, josh maliabadi yadon ki barat where he said in one of the instance that he was going to a prostitute house and uh, there were like four or five people and modudi was one of them so the he lived kind of playboy life but then later after when he got in, indulged in this islamic writing he probably did not do it and made money through islamic literature and is claiming that islam is better than democracy islam is better than uh, uh, socialism um and things like that they said oh islam is ultimate and and there was one famous statement from him which jamaat islami still quote that the communism will die in russia but islam is for all times little he know that islam has never been for any time because islam has no economic system the ayas about interest they are the most dangerous for muslim economy in 20th century they have started islamic banking uh, using the same interest idea but under a different context and call it islamic bank but unfortunately those banks they charge more interest from poors than the regular bank and their investment is not guaranteed like other banks there is no guarantee because they, the the uh, muslim leaders they think that giving guarantee is bypassing allah so they say there is anybody who gives guarantee on a money like 
the regular bank, that is like denying Allah because Allah is the guarantor. So with this kind of stupidity, they can neither do good in economy, neither can do in good in science, and neither can have any uh, better life. There is no way. And the people like Modudi and Iqbal or modern day Qadri or Mulan Jameel, they are the reason why the Pakistani kids will never see hope in their life. There will never be a job wanted sign in Pakistan because job wanted sign is only created in countries who are living countries, not the dead countries. They celebrate life, they enjoy life, whereas in Muslim countries where we have literature of Modudi and Qadri and all that, they celebrate death. They believe in the shit of jihad, which means working for the ruler and giving his life for his power. Hundreds and thousands of kids were taken by these Jamaati people uh, when Afghan war started. The leaders came back running, but the poor people, boys, they just got killed or were imprisoned and lost everything in their life. Same we see every mullah. I mean, three or four famous mullahs, they declared jihad and they took hundreds and thousands of kids, innocent kids from poor families to Afghan jihad. And then when the time became tough, they came running back, leaving those poor kids at the mercy of Afghan government. Hundreds and thousands were killed, suffocated in containers. But they say, oh, this is for Allah. I mean, this absolute shit of jihad and fighting for Allah is really the biggest lie Arabs created. It worked for them in the, in the beginning because they did all the barbarism using the poor uh, family warriors. Because Muhammad said anybody who don't go for jihad, when I call for it, uh, his house will be burned or he will be expelled. But we also see the hypocrisy of Muhammad here. Because when every able-bodied man was going to war with him, his son-in-law, Usman, was at home. When asked, he said, oh, he's sick. For others, even if they are sick, they have to go. That is why we see that every mullah, like Modudi, when he tells his kids, Tumma kya kar rahe the? and sends them to uh, expensive colleges and universities to get modern education, and then sends uh, the poor kids to a one war. In the same party, when uh, uh, Saddam Hussein, he attacked uh, Kuwait, Kuwait was the biggest supporter of him. They say, oh, he's the new Salahuddin Ayubi. In throughout the country, mainly in Karachi, there were photos displayed uh, showing Saddam Hussein next to uh, Salahuddin Ayubi, who actually uh, was fighting the crusade. 
and uh, retook uh, the Palestine from Christian forces. So for them, anything which can make them money, because they got a lot of money from uh, uh, Iraqi government back then. And Iraqi government had been a nuisance from the time Saddam came. In the 70s, they were importing arms into Pakistan. And then there was a raid and they were caught red-handed. They were trying to distribute those arms and explosives to anti-Pakistan element. And there was a big protest from government. But these mullahs, when anything is done by Arabs, they keep their quiet, their mouths quiet and their ass tucked in. They don't say a word. When this killer of Saudi Arabia, he killed his own person, Khashoggi, there's not even a single Islamic party who raised a voice against him. Because they are an absolute Arab slaves and their main aim is to make money from Arab and do whatever they can for them, even at the cost of the future of the country. This is what the Mududi and Iqbal type people did. It's about time we get rid of both. We bring Eidi. If there is a matter of honesty and humanity or any high value, we follow Qaidiyazam. The most, the best uh, person in, in India, the best Muslim, which was the honest of all time, had a credibility, was known as a disciplined, great human being. That is what Pakistanis need. Pakistanis don't need any 7th century Arab stupidity. Pakistanis don't need any of these mullahs. Pakistanis don't need any of these Islamic books, which are all lies, absolutely lies. Now, I will give you an example. In the Shia book, they wrote that uh, Muhammad, uh, when he used to get the revelation from uh, God, Jibrail will come and tell him. So, one day when Muhammad was walking, he saw Jibrail going in the house of Ali. So, when he came out, uh, he said, what were you doing here? He said, oh, the Hassan and Hussein were crying, so Allah sent me uh, to uh, make them quiet so Fatima can work. Can you imagine? I mean, he came to bring the message of Allah to Muhammad. And then he was going every time, whenever there was uh, uh, any of the Hussein or Hussein were crying or any of the uncomfort to Fatima. This is how they created a new religion. As I said previously, Shias had every right to create a new religion because the Islam which Muhammad brought was an absolute racist religion. It did not give any right to non-Arabs except making money from them. But they had no choice but to make these kind of stupid claims that Muhammad could see Jibrail and the Jibrail was coming back and forth whenever Hassan and Hussein were crying. 
So that mullah who was narrating this said, uh, we have like 5,000 time uh, Jibrail came, but Hassan or Hassan Hussain, the Jibrail came more than 120,000 times. So that means Muhammad was fake and Ali was real. This is what generally they try to present. But they had no choice. They have every right to do the same lies which Muhammad did or his associates did and denied the right of the minorities. The time changed. In five, six hundred years, the Shias became powerful. They created their own empire. Sufis became powerful. They created their own empire. And Muhammad Islam was totally forgotten until this crook, child molester, Abdul Wahab came in Saudi Arabia. And then he further decimated the Muslim societies. Think about it. God bless.